This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is another Astros podcast. Well, just hanging out with AJ after an off day, two-game set with the Colorado Rockies, and whenever you come to Colorado, you have to talk about Coors Field with the elevation, AJ, because it's a different baseball game. It is. You know, the, the first off, you walk outside, you know the difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just less less oxygen in the air, uh, high-altitude baseball. The, the field in general is enormous, which, you know, immediately, you know, brings a lot of hits into play. You can see some crazy games. You can also see some, some well-pitched games, but outfielders play deeper than usual infielders play a little bit more spread out for whatever reason you come to Coors Field it just feels like a just a bigger area to have to cover even though it's 90 feet to first base yeah. it's it's the same three 330 whatever it is down the line the outfield plays big uh barrel balls go pretty far here breaking balls not quite as sharp as they normally are it's just high altitude has it changed at all since like maybe you and I were playing about how people defend the field a little bit. You know, I think you have to be careful in the outfield. If you have athletes in the outfield that, that can cover ground, you, you play a little bit deep, and then you have to hard charge the ball. Okay. You know, I remember back in the day, if you played too deep and you had sort of clogged guys out there, you could their ground, ground ball base hits turn into doubles. You yeah. know, ground ball in the six hole is a double. Ground ball in the four hole is a double. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, obviously they mashed back in the day with Dante Bichette and Larry Walker and kind of big physical outfielders. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've gotten a little more athletic over the years. And I think they've learned that you have to defend, um, you know, you have to defend the triple in this ballpark. Any ball to the wall is a virtual triple. Uh, but then you have to you have to worry about the ground ball double or the blue double in front of you. What about the infield? You said they have to spread out a little. Uh, what does that really mean? Well, I think you, you have to decide, again, how fast a track it's going to be. I haven't been out there yet today, but I anticipate it's going to be fast. If it's fast, it's like turf. You want to play a little bit further deep than you normally do. So you play the infield in, it might only be halfway in. You know, when you overshift... You know how far back do you um, do you put Altuve? Um, and and again, this is there there are shutouts that are pitched in this in this ballpark. There are there are ways that the, they change the baseball with the humidor. Yeah. Uh, but no doubt about it, when every player walks through the clubhouse today, they're thinking offense right out of the right. shoot. And as a manager managing your pitching staff, is there a certain style of a pitcher that you may want to avoid in these two games? I don't know about void because I love our guys, but I, I think that the fastballs play in this ballpark, and yeah. it matches up well against the, the lineup that we're facing across the way. These guys, you can elevate on these guys. Power wins in this ballpark. Um, breaking balls are, are, are almost psychologically a disadvantage more than probably even practically. I'm sure every Lance McCullers breaking ball would be great here. Colin McHugh's got a great breaking ball. We'll be fine. Brad Peacock's slider is going to slide. Like it's, it's still uh, very, very effective pitches. But uh, more times than not, this ballpark you can beat you can beat guys with fastballs, and we're, we have two of the best ones going starting this week. Every team, uh, AJ in the Major League Baseball, announced their award for the Heart and Hustle Award, and it's Alex Bregman this year. Can you touch on those two qualities, heart and hustle, and equate those to Bregman? Uh, he's a perfect, perfect guy for this award. I mean, if you watch him play. Um, I don't care if you come to one game or if you come to all of our games, you watch him play. At some point, you're going to see him do something with a lot of heart, with a lot of hustle. And he represents our organization well. He represents our 
Um, the brand well. He represents Major League Baseball well. Uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's a baseball purist through and through. Um, when you look about, look around at guys that play the game the right way, they they will put their nose in there, get dirty, hustle, slide, dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that 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 cocky arrogance in the batter's box yeah. when he's competing, um, all of it reason why he's a picture perfect award winner. And I think for us, whenever I talk to guys that played in our era or even that are older than us, everybody appreciates his style because it translates, you know, from the 30s all the way till now right yeah he's a throwback i mean yeah. it's you know rarely see him when he's not he's not dirty or rarely see him not into the game i mean he's um he is locked in for the complete game all the time yeah. and 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 certainly well well deserving recognition he's having kind of a coming out party I don't, his life's pretty good right now with yeah. all the attention he's getting uh but he's pretty deserving all right i won't ask you this tomorrow carlos correa have you heard anything new just that he's progressing. I mean, I'm tired of saying it because it's it's just progress is progress, and until he starts doing more and more things, we don't have a timetable. But uh, I got a video uh, with him hitting off a tee yesterday yeah. at Minute Maid. Uh, that's, that's significant progress. Yeah. He ran and threw today. He's begging to take ground balls. That's good signs. Um, hopefully when we get home, we can ramp him up, get him out on a rehab assignment, and get him back in the lineup. Very good. Good luck, AJ. You got it. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. One of the most dominating performances we've ever seen for a Houston Astro. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. Garrett Cole with a masterpiece. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Bud Black, the manager of the Colorado Rockies and uh, former big league pitcher as well. And today is the 35th anniversary of a game you started for the Kansas City Royals at Yankee Stadium, forever known as the Pine Tar Game, uh, when George Brett had a home run initially disallowed for having too much pine tar on his bat, and then it wound up being protested and, and overturned. Now, you started that game, gave up four runs and in six innings. First of all, where were you when the incident happened? Well, uh, uh, Robert, I was in the clubhouse at uh, old Yankee Stadium uh, back in the training room, which is mm-hmm. a you know little small room that... Uh, Still remains small after after all the years of uh, a couple of renovations. Uh, it was always sort of cool for us because you know uh, that's where the you know Ted Williams and all the great right. visiting players of of yesteryear uh, you know went in to get some treatment. But I was in the training room with uh, with our assistant trainer, uh, a couple other players who had been taken out of the game. Uh, there was a little black and white TV in there, mm-hmm. and we watched the home run by George uh, leave the ballpark and. Everything that ensued afterwards. Were you thinking, "Hey, I'm off the hook here," because you were gonna you were gonna get the loss in that game had that home run not happened. As soon as it uh, as soon as it went out of the park, uh, like we all do, uh, jubilation in the clubhouse, high fives, a lot of yeah babies, you know, out of yeah. way, George, all that. I mean, you've uh, you've heard about all the uh, the cheerleading from the dugout. Yeah I, yeah, I had spit the hook, and we were on our way to a, a victory, and we we're gonna bring in Dan Quisenberry, get the save, and uh, you know another Royals win, but. Uh, as it turned out, uh, one of the uh, most unique calls in all of baseball. What was also unique, too, was obviously protests getting upheld. That, mean, that meant that they had to resume the game from the point where it ended. So you guys had to come back to New York in the middle of a road trip, right, to, to finish that game? Yeah, that was probably the, you know, the, the best stories, I think, uh, about the Pine Tar game was, uh, you know, the ensuing game that we had to play. Yeah. Uh, we both had mutual off days. Uh, we were heading. We were heading to Baltimore. Uh, the Yankees had an off day at home, so uh, we left Kansas City, uh, flew to New York, uh, got there 
really uh, landed, landed in Newark, took the bus to Yankee Stadium. We were there roughly for an hour. Uh, guys, uh, some guys stayed on the plane. George and others stayed on the plane. They didn't even come to the stadium. Uh, There's about 13 or 14 of us who, who went to the park. It was my day to throw on the side, so mm-hmm. I went and threw on the side. We took the field. Uh, uh, the Yankees had to get the last out of the top of the ninth. Uh, they did it with uh, Don Mattingly at second base, a left-handed uh, first base, and mm-hmm. was playing second. Ron Guidry, left-handed starting pitcher, was in center field uh, <laughs> just because of their roster at that point. Uh, you know, we uh, you know we went out in the bottom of the ninth. Dan Quisenberry, our closer, uh, went out and got three quick outs. Uh, the game, the, the resumption of the game took maybe five, six minutes. Yeah, it was a ghost town at the stadium. It was a, a really eerie feel to be in a Yankee Stadium and have you know roughly a couple hundred people in the stands. Uh, nobody in the parking lot. Nobody in and around the, the ballpark entrance where the players came in. It was it was really eerie, Robert. But uh, uh, there's a lot of stories that went in uh, what happened around that day. And got to ask you about A.J. Hinch. You, before you were with Rockies, you managed the Padres for more than eight seasons, and A.J. Hinch was in the in the front office there. And Did, did it even occur to you? Did you ever, ever think about, hey, this guy would make a, a really good manager if he got another opportunity? You know, we talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I knew, you know, once I got to know A.J. And, and we got close on a personal level, he always indicated to me that, you know, he wanted to manage again and was looking for you know the the potential opportunity so uh you know his three years there uh you know we spent a lot of time together you know, obviously he was working in baseball operations and uh actually when josh burns got let go aj along with two other fellows sort of became the uh, the triangular general manager so right. we spent a lot of time together uh you know leading up to him coming to houston so uh, and I, talking to AJ, you know, uh, over the years uh, that we were together, you know, a very good baseball mind, and he was he was maturing and developing as a as an executive, and being an ex player and, and knowing his passion to get back on the field, I knew it was only a matter of time before he would get that opportunity, and uh, you know, he sort of gave me a little bit of a heads up that uh, you know that the Astro situation. You know, might uh, be a possibility just because his relationship with Jeff Lunau mm-hmm. from their days as farm directors. Right. So uh, uh, it hasn't surprised me at all his success with the Astros and the Astros' success collectively as an organization. Bud Black, manager of the Colorado Rockies, thanks so much for joining us. You got it, Robert. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That ball is gone! Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. And you can kiss it goodbye! This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 